Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got Rita Ora on the phone. It's the Jubal Show. She's got a new album coming out July 14th, and her new song is out right now called Praising You. Just so I know, it's Jubal, right? Or Jubal. How do you pronounce it? How do you want to pronounce it? Because <laughs> <laughs> my accent, my accent's a bit. Um, Jubal? Yeah. Jubal. Yeah. Yeah. When you have a oh, name like thanks. Jubal, it's fine. You know, <laughs> you can call me Bob if you want. It's fine. No, no, no. Jubal's the vibe. That's the one. That's what I'm going to call it. Okay. Well, if you change your mind halfway through Rita Ora, I won't be offended. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> I'm excited, man. New record. I'm just feeling really good. But yeah, I'm blessed. Thank you. How are you? I'm good too. The vibe is in a positive <laughs> place here. We don't have a new song to talk about or a new album coming out soon, but still good. Yeah, we're so excited for your new album and it drops July 14th. So that's soon. Thank you. Oh, well, exactly that, you know. I'm happy that we pulled this off and praising you as its own thing. And yeah, I'm just, I'm happy it's out. How did that come out? Because for those that don't know, Fatboy Slim is the one that had the original song. And for you teamed up with Fatboy Slim to do this. How did that come together? Well, actually, it was all just like a dream for me. I was like, could you imagine dot, 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 like in the studio? I was like, that would be cool. Pfft, never going to happen. Then I went to this huge music festival called Glastonbury. And then I kind of stalked him. It was like <laughs> two, three o'clock in the morning. And then after that, I said, listen, this might be crazy, but I have this really cool idea and he loved it. And um, I don't know, I think it's timing. I guess timing is everything. Rita Ora, you've had a fun life, huh? Uh, I'd say that, you know, obviously like everyone else, ups and downs for sure. Yeah, for sure. But you can just tell from your vibe, you enjoy living like all parts of life, it seems like. Yeah, you know, I definitely like to celebrate the highs for sure, if you know what I'm saying. Like I really do make the most of carving time out of my life to like constantly get inspiration. Like for this album, for example, it took me like five years, but it really had to make sense and it had to come from real truth. So that's what this is. It basically is like that. It's a journal that's turned into songs that's turned into a record. So yeah, that comes out in July. I'm really nervous, really excited. I don't know, all mixed emotions. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You talk about how this is about love and you get inspired by the people around you. But now going into the release of this album and this new chapter of your life, really, 
how do you feel about yourself? Like, what is your relationship with you like right now? I know it's well, music. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good though. But music's always been my therapy. Like, I always genuinely would write, and sometimes it would turn into nothing. But I was, I'm always journaling. Like, it's just so important for my mental health to do that. I think what I love the most is that I don't know the future. I'm not putting pressure on myself to make anything succeed. But I'm happy enough to capture the moment so I could be like, that was a good time in my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the video for your new song, Rita Ora, I like to say first and last name every time, <laughs> for praising you. You worked on that with your husband, right? Yes. It's like a mini movie. It's really yeah. cool, actually, if you've seen it. It's like a dance audition inspired by flash dance, all that mm. jazz, fame, like all my favorite, like... Um, Dude, I, lo I love your husband. I know you love him. <laughs> I love him too. But yeah, he's great, isn't he? Oh my God. He's just amazing. <laughs> his, for those who don't know, you're married to Taika Watiti. He's done a bunch of stuff, but like the last couple Thor movies, those are his. But I respect his work so much. He's like somebody that I would aspire to be like. So I think that's cool that you guys got to work together on this video. Yeah, I was really excited because I really like him too. You know, I love his work. I really <laughs> do. I respect it. I just said, you know what? Have fun with this video. I think Jubal's asking if you can have your husband. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say that again? I missed that. What'd Jubal's say? asking if he can have him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll set up a date for you guys. Oh, my God. That would be so amazing. I, I feel like you don't actually want to talk to me. You're just talking to me to get food. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, fine. You can have me on. But for real, though, working with your spouse can be hard. Did you and your husband work together well when you made the video? Yeah, no, listen, we've never worked together before. This was a great introduction, I think, to hopefully lots of projects in the future. We always, like, bounce ideas off each other, like, in the house and things like that. And be like, oh, that's cool. Or, Wouldn't that be cool? And blah, blah, blah. And that was the same with this video. I was like, what are you saying? And he was like, well, hello, the original is so cool. Like, why don't we just sort of, like, do something off, off that and do this audition? But, like, you're really bad, but you think you're really good. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, that's it. There we go. We have it. So it's, like, things like that. That's cool. You know what, Rita Ora? I have a better idea. You are obviously wildly talented, wildly creative, right? Thank you. Your husband is wildly talented, wildly creative. Okay. And you guys <laughs> obviously have some amazing conversations and create oh amazing things together. What are you about to say? I know. Will you guys adopt me? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to just be a part of that household. Oh, you're so, yeah, come on down. Listen, the more the merrier. Sweet. We love the parties. So <laughs> well, I know we're almost out of time with you, Rita, and you're very busy. And I don't want to rush to have to say goodbye to my future Family. Mom. <laughs> mother, mother in law, step, I don't know. Whatever it's called. <laughs> Legal guardian. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything that you haven't done that you want to do? Oh, yes. For me, film is a lovely transition. I'd love to do something that's a little bit more physical, a bit more action driven. Like, I love action movies. I'm like a huge action oh, wow. buff. Who's your favorite action hero? In like, life? I don't, I, I mean, there's a lot. Obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer and Catwoman, I think, you know, Batman was like my dream because she was like yeah. the hottest thing on planet Earth. <laughs> and also all the Fast and Furious films. I just love it. I just yeah. love them. You I know. <laughs> I'm seeing like Marvel in my future, in your future. But, um, and, you know, I'll take that. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Or but, Fast and Furious number 122. <laughs> yeah. You know. We all just want to be Vin Diesel, bro. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show. We'll make sure everybody checks out your new song, Praising You, and looks for the album drop on July 14th. Really enjoyed talking to you and also continued success. Thank you very much. No, thank Appreciate you for it. playing this record. It means the world to me. Thanks for welcoming me. You guys were awesome. So kind. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you. The Jubal Show on demand. It's another Jubal phone prank. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Please.
Hello? Yeah, what's up? This is Doc, dude. Yeah, it's hi. Uh, who are you calling? Where are you calling from? Oh, dude, sorry. I didn't identify myself. Um, This is Donk. I'm one of the trainers at Fitness. I was looking for Jeff. Uh, yeah, this is him. Did you guys, um, did you find my watch that I called about? Yeah, so yeah, um, uh, you've been calling asking about a watch that you left in our, uh, locker room yeah. area. Yes, yeah. So, um, I'm right in front of the lost and found right now, and there are a couple watches in here, so that's why Donk was calling you back. Right, right. Yeah, but was it the Rolex watch that I Um, talked about earlier? I'm looking at a Timex watch. It's black. Uh, It's got Uh, rubber. uh, Rolex. It was silver. Um, So, you're looking for a fake Rolex? Is that it? No, no, no. It's a real Rolex. About, you know, $10,000. Whoa, dude, that's crazy. So this is worth 10 bands? Whoa, dude. Yeah, so, you, so you mean you guys found it? What? I'm sorry, guys, what, know, dude? What did you say? So you guys found the watch, right? Um, you just said this watch is worth $10,000? N- n- well, no, no. I was talking about the watch you're talking about, the um Rolex that we have not, definitely not found. Like, not at all. There's no way we found it yet. Uh, so then how, like, why would you say it was this watch was $10,000? Um, I'm not really sure, Jeff, what you mean by that one. Like, that, like, um... You the, literally just said this watch, so that means you have my watch in your hand. Well, no, yeah, no, I would, like, um, was calling to tell you that we don't have it, so, um, but we'll It keep, pretty much sounds like you guys have the watch in your hand. Okay, so, so are you, be, let me, um, let me just check, okay, because, like, I was telling you what we had, and, like, it sounds like you're telling me that, like, um, I found your Rolex watch that is worth $10,000 in the third bench down in the locker room in the corner, and then I brought it up to the counter. Um, I think you guys do have the Rolex. Because you've mentioned too many specifics for you not to have the Rolex. Okay. I'm going to be making my way over down to the gym. So. And when I get there, you guys better have the Rolex. I did find a Rolex, dude, but it's not yours. It's not the one you're looking for because this other Rolex, dude, I'm just going to be honest with you because I thought this was yours, but this one is not yours because it doesn't have a JS engraved on the back. So I know this is not your Rolex and like it's probably not worth 10 grand either. So. How do you know that my watch has that engraved on the back? Um, well, uh, so, cause I'm looking at your first and last name and like, I just assumed if you're going to spend 10 grand on a watch, it has that. So that's why I said it like that. No, you guys definitely have the watch. You were like, we didn't find it. And then you were like, oh yeah, it was $10,000. So yeah, we definitely didn't find it. So yeah, you guys definitely found it. So I'm calling the cops and I'm coming down there to get my watch. So you guys better have it when I get down there. Dunk or whatever you're Email. Okay, well then I'll let you know that this is actually a phone prank and your buddy Nathan set you up. What? This was a joke? Yes, <laughs> your buddy Nathan actually took your watch the last time you guys were at the gym so he could prank you. He has it. <laughs> and he wanted me to tell you that. Are you guys serious? Yeah. <laughs> Nathan has a watch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he so grabbed cool. it the last time you guys were showering at the gym because he wanted to prank you about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> Wake up every morning with Jubal phone pranks. Weekday mornings on the 20s. What's trending with Nina? 
Uh, the weekend is what's trending because he Ooh. doesn't want to be the weekend anymore. Oh. Can you imagine if you could just change your name every time you wanted to start a new chapter of your life? I would love to do that. I've thought about doing that actually I a lot. You can. I think you can. Yeah. yeah, it's really easy to change your name. I changed my last name to Fresh when I got married. Wait, really? Yeah, it's super easy. And I've thought of some other names that I want to be too. I have them in my back pocket in case I ever change my name. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dilly Dally. <laughs> anyway, he does say that he's been spending a lot of time going back through music pop history and is getting inspired by other artists like John Lennon and stuff so he's getting ready to make his new or drop his new album but he wants the weekend to go away and he wants to come back and make music as Abel oh he wants to be named Abel his name is Abel oh that's his actual name (laughs) yeah oh I thought he was going to change it to Abel well his name is Abel and then he'd just be his real name Abel's a cool name yeah I thought he could change it to something I mean if if you could do whatever it could be I mean it was the weekend what if he's just the work week? <laughs> that probably wouldn't be as good, though. People wouldn't like that as much. Probably not. Yeah, they would actually not like his music at all if he was the work no. week. No, he could be the summer. The there summer go. would be good. Okay, that's what's trending. <laughs> that's what's trending. <laughs> all right. It's time to catch a cheater. Only on the Jubal Show. And only on the new hits 106.1. Daniel is on the phone today for War of the Roses to catch a cheater. He's been dating his girlfriend, Brooklyn, for almost a year now. And already he suspects he suspects something might be going on. Daniel, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How are we doing? I guess the question is, how are you? <laughs> I'm not the best. Just have had better days. Yeah. Right. What's going on? Why do you think that your girlfriend Brooklyn is cheating? I mean, she's just been very distant lately. Um, it's not usually like that. You know, we've been dating for about a year, and we used to hang out every weekend, have a lot of fun. It was very seamless. Um, but now recently she just says that she has other plans mm-hmm. and they don't hang out nearly as much. She doesn't really tell me what the plans are. Uh, she's just, you know, going to hang out with friends, very vague about it. And, you know, when I ask more, she's still very vague and I don't know, it's just not how it used to be. Okay. I mean, that's not that unusual though. I think that in the early stages of any relationship, you spend a lot of time with your partner and then you realize that you've been neglecting your friendships. And so maybe that's where she is. Is I mean, other than her acting weird and having plans with friends, is there anything else that would make you feel like she's cheating? She doesn't seem to be very into me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I try to just be romantic or, you know, just a partner and she doesn't seem very interested and I don't know. I feel like she's got to be getting that somewhere else. I don't know. Does she seem preoccupied with her phone or other people? Not like particularly, but just not occupied with me at all. Do you know the people she's spending time with? I mean, I know some of them, but I, I suspect that I do. Like I know her friends, but she never really tells me who she's hanging out with. So I just assume it's some of her close girlfriends. Now I think about it, I'm like, oh, I don't know who she's going to hang out with, so it could be anyone. And you guys have been dating for about a year now, so I feel like that's long enough to know the people in her life, right? Mm. I agree. Did anything happen before that? I mean, were you guys arguing? Not particular arguments or anything. Like, I I don't know, we'd kind of get in little arguments because I'd bring this up that, like, we don't do anything, we don't have fun together anymore. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of, like, rejects it. And then, you know, we'll, we'll be more distant. Okay, so when she does go out with her friends, how ready does she get? Is she, like, all done up, or is she just regular? 
I mean, she always looks amazing. So I, I don't know. She doesn't. She always puts like some effort into getting ready. Yeah. I, I haven't noticed any particular like getting more ready or like. I mean, she's ex- she's definitely excited to leave the house and go out and do things, but not for me to accompany her. Hmm. That is a that's not a fun feeling at all. No. So does she say she misses uh, you? Yeah, I mean, like when we, I mean, she she says it after I say it, like you know, mm-hmm. like it kind of seems uh, obligatory just to respond to the same. I've been there before in your shoes, you know, where you say I miss you, and then. You're waiting for a response, and then they say, I miss you, but you can just feel kind of like they're just saying it to be nice. Is that what it feels like to you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what it feels like. That happens to me when I say I love you. All right. We'll see if we can figure it out for you. You already told us what grocery store she's a rewards card member at, and we'll call her and pretend to be from there and say that every single month we choose one rewards card member, totally random, who gets free flowers delivered from our floral department. We'll see if she sends those to you or to someone else, okay? Okay, and then will I be listening on that? Yes, you'll be on the phone. So you okay. can jump in, you know, if you hear something you either want to hear or don't want to hear, feel free to jump in whenever, okay? Okay, yeah, I was going to say I might not be able to resist. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Go for it. Okay, we'll play a song, come back, and get your War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater next. If you're just joining us for today's War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater, Daniel is on the phone, and Daniel's been dating his girlfriend, Brooklyn, for about a year now. And he thinks something might be going on. So we're about to call her and try to catch her if she is cheating. And hopefully, Daniel find out that she's not. But real quick, refresh everybody's memory about what's going on. Uh, my, my girlfriend, Brooklyn, has been very distant uh, lately. We've been dating for like a year. And I don't know, we used to have a lot of fun, hang out every weekend, go out together, uh, laugh a lot. And that just doesn't happen anymore. It's been a couple months. And I don't know, she just always is going out, has other plans, mm-hmm. says she's hanging out with her friends, but is very vague about that and doesn't tell me who. And I just, she, she doesn't seem excited to do anything with me anymore. Hmm. And I just feel like she's hiding something. Uh, I don't know. But if you do find out that she is cheating, trust me, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, though. You'll find somebody who definitely, you know, 100% of the time wants to spend time with you. You know what I mean? No questions. Yeah, yeah, I'll hopefully believe that. And if she's not cheating, this is still not a way to treat a person. Right, yeah. Yeah. Then you can get to the bottom of it. You can find out what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I really need. Okay, all right, man, here we go. Um, So we're going to call her, pretend to be from the grocery store she's a rewards card member at, and say that every single month we choose one lucky rewards card member at random who gets free flowers delivered from our floral department. We'll see if she sends those to you or to someone else, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Hello? Hi, this is Jorben calling from I was looking for our rewards card member, Brooklyn. Um, oh, okay. I'm calling you today. This is not a marketing call. Please don't hang up. I'm calling you to say congratulations. You're this month's big winner. Okay. What did I win? The flowers. Oh, okay. Every single month we choose one lucky rewards card member at random that gets free flowers delivered from our floral department. We do delivery now. We just kind of revamped the whole place, reimagined it. So you've just won 36 long stem red roses to be delivered anywhere wow. in the United States that you want to anybody that you want. It's absolutely free, and it's actually a $247 value. Congratulations. 
Whoa. Thank you so much. Well, I know exactly who to send them to. I would like to send them to my mom. Okay. We are also doing a love is in the air package. So I can also throw in some flowers that you can deliver to somebody special like that in your life. If you know what I mean, a significant other, you, I can uh, send them to your mom and um, also that. Oh, okay. Other than myself. I don't think that uh, I have anybody that I would want to send flowers okay. to. Okay. Yeah. That was really, my... Brooklyn? Really? There's no one in your life that you'd want to send flowers to? Um, Brooklyn, that's your boyfriend, Daniel, who's on the phone. This is actually the Jubal Show. My name's Jubal. Hi, I'm Nina. Hi, I'm Victoria. And we what? Do a segment on the show where we try to see if I, somebody... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, wait, what? I, I, don't, I don't understand what's happening. Huge value of flowers and like no cost to you, and you just say no. There's no one that you want to send them to, and they, they even said that you can. I'm also sorry, send am I being pranked right now? We do a segment called War of the Roses to Catch a Cheater, where if you su- suspect your significant other of being unfaithful, we see if they send, send flowers to you or to someone else. So okay, I can't believe you did this. Wow. Do you want to explain to her, Daniel, why you wanted to do this? I mean, yeah, because, I don't know, you've been very distant lately, and you always say you're hanging out with your friends, but don't give me any details on who it is, and I just, I feel like there's someone else, and oh, I don't know, man. Okay, so, Daniel, I really didn't want to do this like this, but, like, uh, I mean, I thought that maybe you would want to talk to me in person, but I I do realize that I've been distant yet. Yeah. Because I feel like I need more space. You don't give me any space. And it's like, you want to be together every day. And I don't like, I want to have at least one or two days to do whatever I want to do by myself. Um, and one or two it's days. been a little bit much lately. I, I, just, I feel like every day we, we don't hang out at all. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my God. I totally disagree. It's like whenever I want space, you just you you want to be together, and I, I try to I try to find space within being with you. So it's like I'm I'm always feeling like I need to pull away to even just get a little bit of space. And that space doesn't have anything to do with any other dude. No, absolutely not. I just want to go on a walk and watch the show that I want to watch and read my books and, you know, everything that I like to do, you know me. And, and I, 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 I'm beginning to think that maybe you just don't respect that or, or you don't understand it. Um, that's why I've been trying to pull away because I haven't been able to confront you about it, to be real. Um, yeah, I was hoping I mean, that you would get the hints. I mean, Brooklyn, do you see where he's coming from, though? Like, I mean, all of your points are really valid. Space is so important in a relationship. But if you're not communicating with your man and he's like, well, where'd she go? You're going to you got to understand he was kind of wondering where the heck you were. Well, to be real, I don't even know why you're a part of this conversation. You have no right to actually come in between me and my partner right now to say anything. I don't know if you're a therapist or a psychologist or whatever, but um, I mean, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for this. And I'm just trying to communicate how I feel about this. I've tried to get this information out of you for months now, and you have just left me in the dark and not wanted to talk about it. So I figured somebody else could maybe get you to, and I was right. And 
now you're being defensive about it. So that makes me feel like you're hiding something. Well, think whatever you want to think, but I am just living my life and, you know, wanting some space. So I guess, uh, this makes me feel like I really can't trust you to put me on the spot in front of everybody who's listening to this radio station, apparently. I mean, this sounds um, crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, you you, so, you are now telling me a lot of things that make somewhat sense that you could have just told me that, like, 19 times I asked you what's wrong, and you just said nothing and said you're going to hang out with your friends. And that just leaves me to think every night about what's happening, and I have no idea what's going on in your brain. Well, you're just so clingy, and I can't, I can't do this anymore. Daniel, I didn't expect to do this on the radio, but you're free to go and be with whoever you want to be with 24 hours a day, seven oh. days a week, because I need to have a break from this and move on and have my space. Uh, I'm breaking up with you right Whoa. now Whoa. so that we both can oh. figure out our lives separately. Um, thank you. She um she hung up, Daniel. Wow. You okay? No. Yeah. I don't know. I have, I have some answers, I guess. Daniel, there is going to be somebody that wants to spend all of their time with you. For sure. And I'm sorry. This is going to take a second for you, but she's out there. Thank you, guys. I appreciate this. The Jubal Show's to catch a cheater. Usually bad parkers have dirty cars, so I draw... A male body part oh. on the side of their car <laughs> if they're parked badly. That's a text we just got That's in funny. at 41061. <laughs> Ask the question, what do you do when you get annoyed in a parking lot? Call us up, 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. And I asked the question because Nina has been confronted twice in just a couple days about her parking. <laughs> Which is blasphemous, by the way. <laughs> I can parallel park like a boss. However, I can parallel parking. <laughs> However, apparently backing into a parking spot is not my move. No. <laughs> According to the public. <laughs> According, is that the gym or the park? Okay, so the first time, <laughs> the first time it happened at the gym and I was backing into a parking spot. So I've been driving around my dad's car. I don't have my own car. I haven't had a car in years. My dad's car is a little gray Porsche. Okay. And I feel very lucky to drive it, but I don't, it's so small. I'm not used to it. So I backed in and I hit a curb. So I thought that that was the back of the thing that just meant, oh, I just filled out the whole spot, you know, like mm -hmm. I went too far back. Meanwhile, I'm going to get out of my car and the guy parked next to me in this big truck just looks at me and he's like, <laughs> what are you doing? That's not how you're supposed to do it. You're going to mess with my car, all this crazy stuff. And I just looked at him like. This is what you want to do with your day right now? <laughs> because you hit a curb? Because I hit a curb and the way that my car was positioned, it uh -huh. was a little bit closer to his truck and, <laughs> oh. and it made him uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you're in a beast car. I'm in a little right. toy car, so... <laughs> Maybe he was mad because his car is so huge that he could drive over the hood of your car and not even realize it. That actually <laughs> happened to me one time from a dude with a truck like that. What? Yeah, I had a car and it was like a, just like a sportier car. It was uh -huh. lower and I came, I was in a restaurant having brunch and I came <laughs> out and I was like, uh, why is the hood of my car all smashed in? <laughs> and there was a note up. The dude left a note, that but nice. he said, sorry, I have a big truck and I didn't notice your car next to me. And he backed up and like rolled over my whole car, basically. Wow. wow. What'd you do? <laughs> I 
got a hold of the insurance and they took care of it. But I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so he got mad at me, so he didn't crush my car like yours got crushed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then fast forward or whatever to yesterday, I went to the park for peace. I went to a park to read a book. I'm sitting in the car with the windows I like down. How you went there for peace and then this happened. Yeah, for peace. The parking lot's wide open, okay? I'm out Juanita Beach. Picture it. No cars anywhere. I'm sitting in my little spot. This gentleman, older gentleman, walks by, sticks his head in my window, and he's like, I feel really sorry for you. And I just look up from my book like, what? <laughs> I feel really sorry for you. You're driving a car around like this, and you don't know how to park. Oh, I just looked at him, and I was like, and this is what you want to do with your car? <laughs> yeah. like, is that what you said to him? No, I just kind of looked at him in shock. And then as he walked away, like, under my breath, I was like, yeah, well, I feel sorry for you because you're a bleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. You feel sorry for you. It's like, I feel sorry for you, man. Look at, it's a nice day outside. There's beauty all around us. You're by the water, even. And you're worried about my parking and the kind of car. I think you're getting hate because you're driving a Porsche, too. I yep. think yeah. that I am. And yep. it's all of these older men that are hating on me for this. It's not my car. If you don't want to make it worse, don't tell them it's your dad's Porsche either. They'll, yeah. they'll be even more mad at that. <laughs> I'm sorry, this car isn't mine. It's my daddy's. Well, it is. You need a throat tattoo, Nina. Oh, man. People just yeah. respect you differently with a throat tattoo. It's so messed you know? up. Nobody says anything to me about parking anymore at all. They don't They don't really even talk to me at all anymore I mean, they when should, I'm out. They should, because you would just turn around and be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I bad? Call us, 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. What do you do when you get annoyed in a parking lot? Hey, Ellie. Yeah. What do you do when you get annoyed at someone's parking? So I I had this neighbor, actually, just a few months back, who I swear to God, every time you take her out, he parks like a complete brat. Um, and so they didn't see her getting wish. One night I decided to... Look up um, how to write them a note on Google Translate and just put a nice little note on the card telling them to start parking like dirt. I couldn't under it's hard really was it hard to understand Ellie? it was yeah. a little okay. hard yeah cool. maybe her window was down and she was in an actual Boeing wind tunnel yeah yeah. sounds like she used Google Translate to leave a note for someone who didn't speak the same language oh another okay. reason that Google is awesome you can find <laughs> yeah. a way to tell someone off in their language hey Jillian oh technology Hey. What's up? How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for asking. So, what is your go-to move if you get annoyed in a parking lot? Well, not a go-to, but it did happen one time when I was just back. <laughs> just one time. Um, I just got back to work from medical leave after I had multiple broken bones. And this car parked so close to me that I could not. There, I couldn't even walk up to my driver's side, let alone get in it. So, I had to crawl through the passenger side. And so I've got, like, my walking boot. I'm trying to, like, haul, you know, get over the center console. And, uh... That's a great visual. <laughs> so mad. I was like, a note isn't going to do it. So I looked around. I'm like, what do I have? So I grabbed my lunchbox. My whole container of sour cream. I threw it all over their windshield. <laughs> sour cream all over the windshield. <laughs> sour cream. cream. I was like, well, it won't do permanent damage, but it's going to get a mess yeah. across. I wonder if they knew it was you or if they just were like... Who cares? It's a drive-by sour cream. <laughs> a bunch of birds. I, yeah. Thank I you mean, for, it was an indoor parking garage, so it was definitely not a bird. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for the phone call, Jillian. Call us, 888-343-1061, 888-343-1061. Hey, Joshua. Yeah, hey there. What's up, man? What do you do when you get annoyed in a parking lot? Uh, I lay on my horn. 
Uh, I just way. hold the horn down. <laughs> and I just smile. And smile the whole time? <laughs> you do it? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not creepy. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That would work. I mean, that would be scary, right? You're like, okay, he's, I don't, he's smiling. So he's insane. I'm not going to say anything that he's honking at me. <laughs> have you seen the, the yes, t- have, I love you, it. have you seen the TV show Beef by Chance? I have not. Okay. So this moment is freaking <laughs> me out. So if anybody has seen Beef on Netflix, then you'll understand why this honking of a horn and just staring at somebody is a little bit terrifying. And if you haven't seen it, then watch it and then you'll know why. What is Beef? It's this TV show on Netflix that starts with a parking lot beef. Like somebody was parking and the other one was pulling out and they almost hit each other. But they were both having a really bad day, apparently. So they start like yelling at each other, flipping each other off and honking horns, which led to a car chase. And then the whole story escalates from there. And it is called Raising. Yeah. Wait, See, that, that's oh, why wow. I, I try not to get involved in that kind of stuff is because you you hear about these stories of somebody flipping out, right? And then they punch a guy or something, and then that dude falls and then ends up getting brain damage. And then you have to go to prison because of a parking lot little scuffle. Yeah. You know? that's, that's why your throat tattoo protects you so much. It really does. <laughs> it's nice. It's super nice having the throat tattoo. I was in the middle of a of a crosswalk the other day. I, I'm a terrible driver and I know that, okay? So, people, and, and I'm a terrible parker too, which is funny that Nina's been yelled at twice for parking and I don't get yelled at for parking and I park horribly. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose, I'm just lazy and I don't want to repark it. Like I pull in and then wherever it is, I just leave it, you know? And he I'm pees like, there too, I mean, enough. whatever. And if someone scratches my car, I don't care. You know, like whatever. But I was in the middle of a, a crosswalk and these meathead dudes were walking through it and one of them came up to the window of my car to say something. And then I rolled down the window and you could tell that the throat tattoo and just the look <laughs> caught him off guard. And I just said, no. And then he was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so get yourself a throat tattoo if you're, I mean, you know, it'll it'll get you a whole new level of respect and disrespect at the same time. I mean, just keep one of those stickers in the yeah. car, you know what I mean? Like. Yep. Or like yeah. a sleeve that you can just kind of like pull, pull it out. Yeah. yeah. It is tough to go into stores though because they do watch you like crazy. Whenever uh. you go. <laughs> the Jubal Show on demand. Jubal's Dirty Little Secret. Hello? Hello? Hey, what's up? You have a dirty little secret? Uh, yes. Um, so me and my man have been together for about six years. We have, uh, four children and we are swingers secretly. Um, everyone that we know, you know, we're just, we're just mom and dad. We love to hang out with our kids and do this, that, and the other. But whenever we don't have any kids, we, we are swingers. We love to go to the swingers clubs. I was going to ask you, how do you find people to go on the swings with? Yeah. Yes, hundreds of couples come 
and there's a huge party and um, for two nights, and it's absolutely amazing. It's the best experience I've ever, we've ever been through. And, I, wow. and it makes your relationship so much stronger. It's really hard to explain, but uh, there's something about it that really, some people think, you know, it would ruin a relationship, but if you do it right, it can definitely make your relationship much well, thank you for sharing. I'm glad it works for you. Yeah, absolutely. You sound really happy. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, you're really happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. But you know, we're just we're just the mom and dad next door. You know, doing mm-hmm. our thing with um, four children. But you know, whenever we have our time together, we we really enjoy our time together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. that's how it should be. Sounds like you do. <laughs> well, enjoy the next time you head to the swing set. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. What's your dirty little secret? Someone you know might be wanted by the FBI. It's the Jubal Show. It's probably true. (laughs) Think about the people closest in your life. How much do you actually know about them? You don't know everything, right? Everybody's got a past, and sometimes people don't tell people things. And there's a story going viral today of a guy who found out that his ex-girlfriend was wanted by the FBI, and he found out while he was in the checkout line at Joanne Fabrics. Can you imagine? Like, wait, what? (laughs) Wait a second. What? Apparently, she was wanted by the FBI for the raids on the Capitol that happened, Mm. right? They're looking, they're still tracking down people from that. Sure. And he was dating this girl. They had broken up a little while before, but he was in line at Joanne Fabrics checking out, <laughs> and the FBI called him to see if, you know, he he knows where she's at or he used to date her, and he was like, wait, what? <laughs> I can't imagine. She's wanted by the FBI. He's like, I knew I broke up with her for a reason. <laughs> Have you ever found anything out about somebody that you're dating or someone in your life like that, that you had no idea and then you find out in a weird way and then you have to have a conversation with them and go, hey, so I got a call today from the Federal Bureau of Investigation and they said they're looking for you. I mean, that would be so awkward. It is super awkward. I used to get calls all the time from jail, what? but like I knew they were there though. You know, it's like when I was still like in my early years of college and I'd be home like visiting my parents and then the Washington State Penitentiary would call and my dad would get so mad. I was like, it's cool. I know I was expecting the call. This is a collect call from an inmate at a correctional facility. (laughs) You have a call from, yo, Nina is me. Essentially. (laughs) And your dad is the one answering. Yeah, it didn't go over very well. Call us 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. Have you ever found out? something about someone that you're dating like that or anybody in your life really because this guy was literally checking out at joanne fabrics and found out that his ex-girlfriend was wanted by the fbi i mean it maybe doesn't even have to be that dramatic as the fbi because then there was another situation (laughs) (laughs) nina's got all the stories (laughs) guys i've lived a life but there's another situation where i was i was seeing this guy for a little while and he made us dinner one night and so i went over to his house and then when i go and use the restroom like his laundry room was in there Mm -hmm. so i saw a bunch of his laundry and this is early staging the early stages of dating so i mm-hmm. don't really know that much but for whatever reason multiple pairs of his boxer briefs had holes in them <laughs> and it was the strangest thing to me that i was just like what why why like ew. did you ask him about it like why are, do your all your underwear have holes no you know and i don't know why i didn't because that is a question that i would ask but i didn't i just let it go and then i just kind of slowly faded away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he used the slow fade on that one. Huh? My man doesn't have holes in his in his oh, drawers, man. okay? 
<laughs> How holy was the underwear? It was was like, it that bad? It was a big hole. Like there was one that was like on the side of mm-hmm. the, like the crotch area. Then there was like another one that was like on the hip. And I'm like, what are you doing to your boxer <laughs> And why would you not want new ones? <laughs> and I'm so nosy because I saw like two just <laughs> popping up and I was like, hold on. I got to see if going through laundry. <laughs> All the laundry. <laughs> so it's not FBI, but man. call us up 888-343-1061. Text in 41061. We're asking the question, what is something that you found out about someone in your life that you didn't know? Because this guy was in the line at Joanne Fabrics and found out that his ex-girlfriend was wanted by the FBI. And the story's going viral this morning. Hey, Kendra. Yes. Did you find out something about someone in your life that you had no idea? I found out that my brother was married for several years to somebody to uh, let them be in the U.S. Oh, Oh, really? And you didn't know that? I had no idea. Like, literally no idea. I found out because somebody was randomly doing, like, a court view search and saw a divorce. And I was like, there's no way. Like... How he's never been married, and it was it was insane. It was mind blowing. So somebody else told you about it. You didn't hear it from him. They said, "Hey, I was looking up stuff, and I saw your brother's been divorced before." And you're like, "No, he." Yes, it was like a super super nosy person that like <laughs> spends their time just like randomly searching people and things on the internet, and yeah. came upon that. And I was I was mind blowing. Yeah, that would be. And did you ask? So did you talk to your brother about it then? Of is course that how you- I went. Of course, of course, like immediately. I was like, what is this? And he was like, you can't tell anybody, but this is what happened. And I wow. was, it was insane to me. I, I almost married somebody for a green card before. Not mine, but theirs. But I feel like it's kind of a nice gesture, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> it is nice to help him out. I was dating this, I was dating this, I was dating this Russian girl, right? Uh-huh. And she asked me to marry her so that she could get her papers. What did she she said she would pay me 40 grand. Oh my gosh. And I was like, <laughs> um, I definitely could use 40 grand. But also. That was the exact situation, but my yeah. brother didn't get 40 grand. No. <laughs> uh, well, you should have dated that girl. I would have hooked him up, you know? Yeah. I decided not to do it because she had cats. And like we would have to live together for a little while, and like her, she had too many cats. So I was like, "Well, I can't do it. My allergies would be going crazy." Also, I think you're a little nuts too. So I can't do that for forty grand. But I almost did it though. I thought long and hard about it. Thank you for the phone call, Kendra. Call us up eight 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 three four three one zero six one eight 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 three four three one zero six one. What have you found out about someone? We're asking you because there's a story going viral of a guy that found out his ex-girlfriend was wanted by the FBI while he was in the checkout line at Joanne Fabrics. <laughs> I just like that he was at Joanne Fabrics. Of all places, yeah. I know. Hey, Ricky. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. So you, what'd you find out about somebody? Yeah, this this is crazy. My sister had got married years ago. Never knew about it until a friend of mine was telling me about it. Um, it's been a long ago. Facebook had just came out. So I wasn't too familiar with Facebook. So it's like, uh, I see your sister has a last name. You said different from when you gave me. I said, no, that's her last name. She's like, no, make a long story short. Come to find out she got married to a guy that was in prison. Ooh. So she now, was. We watching America's Most Wanted oh. and Dan's picture came up on the screen. What? What? No way. I'm like, please, I'm like, please tell me differently. Oh my God. 
That's your sister's husband. She called the guy name, so I did some research. My sister, I'm so sorry. <laughs> We've been married two years. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm the most. Man. Wow. And you, he was on, yeah. on the most on FBI's most wanted. Wow. That's FBI's most wanted, and he had. I guess I just arrested him before my friend finds out who he was, but she said, that name sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. She kept asking, no, that's not my sister's last name. She asked my last name. She's like, no, this is. She showed my sister a picture. I'm like, oh, my God, that's her. Did you ever? <laughs> wow. Did you ever get to meet your brother-in-law, Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Make the guys laugh real quick. I'll make you big. Hold on real quick. He got out of prison, right? The man goes back again a month later for robbing a, a restaurant, and I said, "Sis, did at least get some risk before we went, you know, go back to prison." Very funny, bro. I said, "You want to go feed him good in prison? Did he get some risk? Did he rob the rib joint?" <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, thank you for the phone call, man. <laughs> call just us a up. A few red flags. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just a few. But you know what, though, if that was my sister, I would be like, "Hey, good." F- I mean. I didn't know that you married a guy that was on the FBI's most wanted list until we saw the TV show and he was on it. But, you know, at least you dated someone who was at the top of their field. I mean, you found someone very successful at crime. Maybe find someone in business or something because you could date Bill Gates, you know? That was the right idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay Z's potential illeg- illeg- illegitimate child. Yeah, can I even say that? Word? So this story has kind of been going on for a while. So when this kid was, well, he's not even a kid anymore. Was twenty one. His name is Rhymer Satterthwaite. I probably butchered it, and I'm really sorry. <laughs> but he found out that his mom had had an affair with Jay Z years ago in the early nineties. Was he with Beyonce at the time? I don't believe so. It was early nineties. <laughs> Dang it! I know. So not that you see. Wanted more drama. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> So now he's 30 and he's asked the court to open up this case again because originally when the papers were filed, they wanted Jay-Z to take a paternity test and it got thrown out because it wasn't enough information or something. So now he's got his lawyers going back to court to get this case reopened to make Jay-Z take the paternity test and make him like take responsibility for the last mm. 10 years that he allegedly was neglecting him. Wow. Hey. Isn't wow. that wild? That is crazy. So I wonder how many times somebody like Jay-Z any celebrity who's got a ton of money and is world famous has to say, I am not the father right. or mother even. I'm sure because I'm sure people come out of the woodwork being like, no, you're actually my dad or my mom. And they're like, I would know if I had you if you're a mom. But, yeah, like, you know, hello. I'm sure I, that happens a lot, though. I wonder if they just like have a stash of cash, too. Like if you're really active, like some of the athletes and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, people are coming. for Oh, you. yeah. Definitely. But anyway, we'll, we'll see how this all continues to play out. I wish... Maury's canceled, right? Yeah. That show. I mm-hmm. wish they should bring that back just for one episode so Jay-Z could be on it. Yep. Because <laughs> that's all they did on there was paternity tests. Yeah. I would love to see Jay-Z on Maury Povich's show. And is he the father? You yeah. are the... Just mm. kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, look at his nose. It doesn't even look like my nose. They actually do kind of look alike. Do it's they really? really? Wow. Let me see. I want to see a picture of him. Also, though, why are you going to take him oh, back? Oh, he does to court? look a lot like Jay Z. Well, because I you think Jay Z is confident. Well, right, but also, if even if you aren't confident and you know your potential father's got billions of dollars, what do you say, have to yeah. lose? Yeah, yeah, because the kids are—he's already twenty something, right? He's thirty. 
Oh, 30 oh. something. Okay. So, yeah, he just wants money at this point. Clearly. Watch, yeah. I don't blame him. I would too. Jay Z's got extra. He's just Hard throwing over. some anyway. Yeah. Like, hey, this is for the effort, man. Whether you're my son or not, you've been trying hard for this long. Here's $2 million. Go away. But, man, that was hard work and you didn't give up and persistence got you this $2 million. Not the fact that I might be the father. Right, that's the lesson. What's trending? Yeah. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.